in order to heal myself, I would have to re-traumatize myself in the process. And that to me seemed very fucked up. Welcome to the Material World Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Cher Enya, a certified hypnotist and mindset coach. This podcast is here so that you can start making massive quantum leaps. I'll be sharing a decade of manifestation and mindset tips that have allowed me to set up my sole purpose business, quit my nine to five, transform my identity, and start creating a life that gives me internal and external freedom, as well as true happiness and fulfillment. You can expect in-depth teachings, guided visualizations, and actionable steps, because you can't just daydream about a limitless life. You must co-create it through intention, energy, and getting unapologetic about what you want. It's time for you to manifest a life even better than what is on your vision board. So let's get into this episode. Today we're talking about how I've learned to love myself. Self-love. Self-love is such a topic in personal development spaces and it was something that I was always looking to achieve for a long, long time. And the main thing that so many people say is that self-love is the key, self-love is the answer. And I agree. So there was this time in my life and I was on my journey to become a doctor. I was going back to uni. I had my place. I was going to study psychology and I was going to become a doctor of psychology. That is what I decided to do. And this is because helping people is my passion. Healing people is my passion. Getting people happy is my passion. And getting people to live their fucking best life is my passion. And the only way I figured I could do this was to become as credible as I possibly could in a field that dealt with this kind of stuff. So in my mind, that was right, okay, I need to become a doctor and I need to become a doctor of psychology. Now, funnily enough, being the aware individual that I am (laughs) and that you are, we're all probably sitting here thinking, well, Cher, what the fuck does that mean about what you think of yourself that I believed the only way that I could really be taken seriously was by becoming a doctor? Eight years back to uni, fuck that. Anyway, that's what I believed in that moment was the right thing to do. Turns out I had some blocks that I definitely needed to work through, which are gone, done and dusted. But then I found rapid resolution therapy. So I had these two things. I had, right, I've been accepted at uni. I'm going to do psychology and I'm going to become a doctor of psychology. I had that. Then I had this thing of rapid resolution therapy. And I had these two things and I was like, right, will I be able to balance both of them and two businesses? Like that was what was going through my head. Two businesses, uh, going through university system and learning rapid resolution therapy. Like I was like, yeah, I can do that. (laughs) My typical manifesting generator human design, like, yeah, give me all the things. I can juggle this. No problem. And then something was just not sitting right with me. I was like, something's going on. Anyway, the answer was, of course, found in a tarot card. (laughs) But that's a whole nother story. I started doing rapid resolution therapy because the training for that, which was my first training for that, actually started a few weeks before I was 
going to start my first week at university. So RRT, thank fuck, had a bit of a head start ahead of my psychology degree. So I started going through this RRT training and I was like, like, what the fuck is this? This is like nothing I've ever seen. We were watching videos of Dr. John Connolly healing people on the spot, chronic pain, trauma from rape, trauma from grief. I couldn't even believe it because something that I've always struggled with in personal development and this whole self-help industry and psychology, everything like that, and all the research that I'd done, it only takes you so far. You know, we can understand our patterns, we can understand ourselves, and quite often it might go back to childhood. And it always left me questioning, what now? I have this money mindset block. It's come from this thing that someone said to me when I was a child, okay, what now? <laughs> like, I have the reason, but I don't seem to still have the cure that can just shift it. And this is what I was seeing in psychology. It only gets you so far. We can understand, okay, you have this problem, you have this reaction, you have this response, you have this thing that you're not happy with in your life. Well, let's look at where it's come from. And then that's it. You know, you can talk about where it's come from and and why it's not true now, of course, and that is helpful. But in some instances, it doesn't actually help. But what I was seeing with rapid resolution therapy was that this was getting to the root cause of so many different problems and clearing them, shifting them, removing them in a way that was painless. So that was that. After a tarot card pull, I dropped out a week before I was meant to be starting at university. I told them I am not coming. And I actually have now my own limiting belief system that I have and that I teach that just boom shift things. So yes, you can definitely clear things through journaling and even through talking like CBT, talk therapy, things like that. But I've had some shit in my life that I know all of us have. Of course we have. And I never wanted to go and speak to a psychiatrist or a psychologist or a counsellor or a therapist. I never wanted to do that because I knew what I'd lived through and I didn't want to fucking relive it. I wasn't willing to re-traumatize myself to heal because I was so scared. And that to me seemed very fucked up that in order to heal myself, I would have to re-traumatize myself in the process. Turns out that Dr. John Connolly also agreed with that, which is why and how he created this incredible thing called rapid resolution therapy, because you don't have to relive anything really to heal and clear trauma whether it is big trauma or whether it's just a block, like a, just a block that you can't get through. So anyway, I know you're probably wondering, what has this got to do with self-love? And I'm going to tell you right now what it's got to do with self-love. I believe that self-love really comes from the releasing of shame, guilt, regret, and processing trauma that we have experienced. When we can do this, when we can release the things that are living in the shadows of ourselves, so shame, 
lives in the shadows. Shame is hiding and lurking in the shadows. Shame is following us around from things that have happened in our life, certain events, certain things that have happened to us, or certain things that have happened as a result of our actions. Regret follows us around. All of these things follow us around. And they impact the way we feel about ourselves. They impact how much we love ourselves. They impact how much we can accept ourselves. And this acceptance is all a byproduct of self-love. This love of ourselves can come when we have released the things that are lurking and hiding in the shadows and hiding in the darkness of ourselves. How can we love ourselves when we are carrying so much stuff that torments us every day? And I can sit here and say there is very little that I have shame about in my life now. I also have zero regret. Zero. I do not experience much guilt. You know, I will feel the feelings of guilt. And this is what I say to people, you know, guilt is great to experience for one second and then it can go. So I still have those human feelings. Like I'm not a sociopath. I still can access the feeling of guilt but it doesn't linger. It does not stay. It does not haunt me. Regret does not haunt me. Shame does not haunt me. And particularly when it comes to shame, shame is used to control us, okay? When we look back at childhood, unfortunately, the way that things are set up for for everyone and for all children is very much installing shame into them on a consistent basis. Credit, blame, pride, shame. So we get credit when we do something that is perceived as good. We get shamed when we do something that we perceive as bad. We are made to feel proud when we do something good. We're taught to blame others and we get blamed ourselves for things that go wrong and things that happen. Why is all of this done to us when we are children and why do we unfortunately do it to our children and why do the school systems do this? Why does anyone do this? It's to control. When we are children and we are controlled with shame, it lingers and lingers and lingers in our life consistently. And when we are adults, we don't get the memo. And this is also similar to this whole thing about worthiness and deserving, which consumes and eats up our happiness. It eats away how we love ourselves, how highly we think of ourselves, how much we respect ourselves, what we believe is possible for ourselves. And it's all down to this whole thing of deserving it or feeling like we are worthy of it. When we understand that nothing could have been any different in our lives, that's when the game changes. When we release shame, when we release guilt, when we release regret, that's when the game changes. When we release and heal our traumas, that's when the game fucking changes. And you will look in the mirror and you will see yourself in a whole new light. And you will fucking love yourself. You will love your body. You will love your face. You will look younger because when our mind is preoccupied with guilt, shame, regret, 
trauma, when our mind is consistently burning energy to try and get us to change the past, which is essentially what all of these things try and make us do, guilt, shame, regret, traumas, things like that. A lot of the time, it's a miscommunication between our logical mind and the deeper part of ourselves. And the way I like to describe this is imagine the part of you that dreams the part of you that is not logical, the part of you that will imagine that you can fly, you will imagine that you can drive your car from the back seat. You can do anything in dreams, like you could do anything. Dreams are not logical. So that part of your mind is also the same part of your mind that believes if you have regret, if you have guilt, it believes you can time travel back to the moment and change it. Because in dreams you can, and that part of your mind doesn't understand reality as you do, whereas your logical mind does. Your logical mind knows you can't go back and change things. Your logical mind knows that what's done is done. Your mind, the deeper part of you, that is the part of you that causes motivation to take action. So if you think it's also the part of you that controls digestion, breathing, cardiovascular, perspiration, all of these incredible bodily functions because it wants you to survive. So our unconscious is always causing us actions to fulfill something that needs to take place. So when you are feeling the feelings of guilt and shame and regret and all those things, your mind is going to try and give you an action to fulfill that need to solve that problem. Yet you can't time travel back to the past the thing that your mind is trying to get you to change can't be changed, which is why we get so tormented by this guilt and this shame and this regret and all this should have and could have and would have and all these things that don't help us and preoccupy us and eat away from the present moment and eat away at the love of ourselves because it's like banging your head against a brick wall every day. You cannot time travel, you cannot change the past, yet your mind doesn't understand that. So it's consistently trying to get you to take an action that you cannot take. When you accept that, when you know that what's done is done and you cannot go back and change it, nor could you have ever made another choice because only one choice can be made at any one time, which is the choice that you made. Therefore, there could be no other option in the moment therefore regret doesn't exist, you could fucking live your life. And all this energy that you're burning, trying to cause yourself to take actions that you can't take, that energy gets saved and it gets used for healing. It makes you younger. You glow. You have more life about you. You have more energy about you. Healing is given the lowest priority in the body. Survival is given the highest. When we are constantly in survival mode, which is most of us, in fight or flight, we are reliving old traumas every single day. We are living in the past every single day. We are living from a state of regret, guilt, shame, everything, every single day. Your nervous system is constantly just trying to keep you alive because all it's receiving are signals of threat, fear, stress, problems and therefore it's trying to get you to go and fix them, change them, get away from them and you can't. Unless you experience the mindset shifts of releasing this shit that you just don't need anymore. And when you do this, you 
will fucking love yourself. You will love yourself more than you ever realized you could. And you will look better. You will look younger. You will glow. You will glow from inside out because you don't have anything lurking in the shadows anymore. So this is exactly how I learned to love myself. It didn't take me years. I opened my mind to a new perspective, a new way of thinking. It didn't take me looking in the mirror and screaming how beautiful I am, how pretty I am, that I'm worthy, I'm the best, I'm deserving. And you guys know I like affirmations. I have a whole podcast episode on them, but it didn't take me doing that. Real deep self-love. Self-love that actually heals you and makes you glow from inside fucking out. That is the purest and truest self-love. So guys, I have my incredible coaching package that my wonderful clients are moving through right now. We have specific rapid resolution therapy sessions that we do and the shifts are quite mind-blowing. So I will always link that below in the show notes. If you have any questions, you are always welcome to contact me. Best place is on Instagram. I love you so much and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please let me know you loved it by leaving a review and make sure you are following me on TikTok and Instagram so we can be friends. You'll find me at I am Cher Enya. I love you so much. Keep up your progress and I will see you in the next episode.